it's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Good morning to you. Good to see you. It is election day, uh, post-election day, the morning after election day. So let's get started, Sarah. All right. Happy Wednesday, the day after elections. Here's a look at some of your results. Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt won last night. He will fill the Senate seat Roy Blunt has had since 2011. Schmidt won with just over 55% of the vote against Trudy Bush Valentine, who pulled 42% of the vote. Also, Eric Burleson is Southwest Missouri's new congressman with 71% of the vote last night, defeating Democrat Kristen Radiker Schaefer and Libertarian Kevin Craig. And in Greene County, Democrats had two big wins last night uh, for state representative and for Senate. Crystal Quaid and Betsy Fogle both took home a win for Democrats. Uh, And then another big issue in the state, uh, recreational marijuana is now legal in the state of Missouri. Several other states also voted to legalize it, although voters in Arkansas said no to legalizing recreational marijuana. Uh, Here in Missouri, Amendment 3 passed with about 51,000 yes votes to 46,000 no's. So that means adults 21 years old and older will be able to buy and use marijuana recreationally. It had just been medicinally. Uh, Voters in Springfield, meanwhile, turned down question one, which means a proposed development across from Sequiota Park was not approved. Also in Nixa, people voted no to a one cent general sales tax increase. That money would have been used for uh, the police department, safety and recreation there, some parks. Uh, But again, Nixa said no. Also, voters in Stratford said yes to a proposed sales tax. It's a three-quarter cent sales tax. That one will be used to fund the police department in Stratford. Also, for the use tax, several different areas voting on the use tax for out-of-state online purchases. Voters in Ozark said no. Stott City said no. And in Monette, they said yes. Okay. Interesting. Uh, It was... uh... It was a big election day across the country, uh, so you can check the results uh, wherever you want around uh, around the nation. Uh, those are some of the results locally that we thought you would uh, you'd be interested in. And uh, it was weird for Sarah and me not to have pizza on another election night because normally, nor we should make that a, a tradition. I didn't even think about it until after we finished dinner last night uh, and did not have pizza. Yeah, the uh, it's such a tradition like a newsroom on election nights. I'm telling you what, um, although I saw a meme uh, Maria Nider posted yesterday on Instagram. It was hilarious. It was like all of the news anchors like yourself eating pizza and then all of the field reporters like me, you know, standing in a crowd of people like eating nothing, basically. So it was just funny because I was like, that's about right. (laughs) Yeah, that is about right. Everybody back at the station, the station always orders pizza. Uh, every station I've ever worked at for election night, my entire career. And then the poor reporters, you're out at, you're usually out at a watch party. So you're eating whatever hors d'oeuvres are served out there. I would No, I don't eat the food at the watch party because regardless of whose watch party I'm at, I don't want to seem like I'm like for them, you know? So, well, I would eat because I'm hungry and it's free. Uh, all right, let's do some of the other news of the day. Well, we now know what a proposed development for the northwest corner of Sunshine and Nationals intersection could look like. Uh, it would include a multi-story French-style design, uh, and the building would wrap all the way around the intersection, as you would see it from other parts of the intersection. 
Uh, it would have restaurants and retail spaces and then lofts on the upper floors and, and up to six floors in some spots. Uh, right now, that's a very controversial development. As you know, it's seeking approval from the Planning and Zoning Commission, but there are quite a few people in the neighborhood uh, behind that development who are fighting against it, trying to get the city to to block it. But uh, there's a hearing, I think, next month on that. All right. The former John Q. Hammond's Holiday Inn in Joplin is slated to be demolished. Officials with the Nashville-based property owner say that reworking that property is just not financially feasible. The vacant hotel has been vandalized and stolen from. People have taken theft of copper and metal pipes. So the owner was looking at remodeling it into a four-point Sheridan, but again says not financially feasible. All right, Airbnb, which we use a lot, uh, is moving to make cleaning fees more transparent for travelers starting in December. So next month, users will have the option of viewing the total price of their stays before taxes, including cleaning fees. Airbnb will prioritize the total price instead of the nightly price in its search algorithm. That would be helpful because that's been a deal breaker for us more than a few times, that cleaning fee. And then they tack on other fees, too. It's not just a cleaning fee. It's also, I don't know what they call the other fees, but they, there are some hidden fees there that you don't see until you're actually checking out to pay. And sometimes it makes a big enough difference for us to say, you know what, that's, that's too much. Let's, yeah. It's not um, the deal that we thought. Right. I, I wish that you could see it even with taxes, honestly, you know. They, they said that they'll show the price without it but because taxes make a big difference too, depending on where you are, especially on lodging, as you know, can be very high. So anywho, Absolutely. but good for Airbnb. I like the transparency is good. It is good. All right. Well, we appreciate you watching this morning. Tell your friends and uh, have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow.